Magandang magandang hapon po sa inyong lahat, mga kaibigan. Kayo po ay nakikinig sa palatong tunang halo-halo espesyal na sumasapit pamula alas 12.30 hanggang alauna 1.30 ng hapon. Dito po sa himpila ng 5 EBI, 103.1 sa EBI World. Ngayong hapon ay pag-uusapan po natin ang isang pinakasikat na laro sa Pilipinas at talaga naman po, mabata, mamatanda, ma mga babae o mga dalagita ay talaga po itong pinanonood at pinagkakaguluhan. Ito po ay ang larong basketball. Ngayong hapon ay maroon po tayong i-interviewin at may tatanungin po natin kung paano siya na-involve sa larong basketball. At syempre po, ito si Bioli Leslie ang inyong tagapagbalita ngayong hapon at siyempre po may kasama ako sa Himpapawid. Magandang tanghali kabayan sa direktor na makakapiling nyo na naman naku Diyos ko ibang oras po ngayon at social distancing hindi umaga kung hindi tanghaling tapa Ate Bioli, kamusta ka na? Ay, Nanlalamig? Nanlalamig at napakalamig Oh, yan. So ngayon Sani, ikaw alam ko mahilig ka sa basketball. Naglalaro ka. Yan ang ating pag-uusapan ngayon. Bakit wow. ba yung mga Pilipino ay gustong-gusto ang larong basketball? So mamaya, mayroon tayong i-interviewin at isa siya sa mga naglaro ng basketball ng matagal na panahon dito sa South Australia at Naging representative din siya ng Australia. So mamaya yan, Sunny, ha? magpapatugtog muna tayo ng isang awitin.
Today's guest is a highly respected person, a family man, much loved and close to the Filipinos. He's a multi-awarded basketball player and an Olympian at that. I've known him for a few years now and we even climbed the Great Wall of China together last year. I'm so glad that he's able to finally join us in the program today. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it from our very own Olympian, Albert Leslie. Good afternoon, Uncle Albert. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Can we take a peek at your childhood days? What was Albert Leslie's life as a young person before basketball? I was born in Sydney and I grew up in a suburb called Woolloomooloo, which was a very low socio-economic or poor area suburb and it was situated between the central business district of Sydney and King's Cross. So it wasn't a very affluential um, area. In, in fact, it was very poor, but everybody seemed happy because we didn't have anything and nobody knew any better. I had three brothers and one sister. My sister was the oldest and I was the baby of the family. I attended a school called Plunkett Street Primary School and I was ducks of, of that school not dunce, ducks, of the school in my final year. From there, I went to Cleveland Street Boys High School and finished my leaving certificate, which is like the current day, year 12. Then I studied commerce at Randwick Technical College. At Cleveland Street, I took basketball, swimming and athletics as my extracurricular activities. I chose to pursue basketball as I had already had success and I enjoyed the team aspect of it. So that was taking me right up to leaving leaving school. And so I guess uh, that partly um, answered uh, my next question, but I guess you, you can always expand on, on it. When and how did you develop a passion for basketball? Yeah, I, I started playing basketball at Woolloomooloo with, with all my friends because um, I was the tallest one amongst them, so it was obvious I should play basketball. I was only 13 years of age at the time, and the playground was one of many scattered around Sydney. They were out, outdoor playgrounds, so you, you had to play in all sorts of weather. And we used to have inter-playground competitions, um, and we had a lot of success in those. We actually won a, a state championship in our age division as under-14s. Uh, at 14, I was selected in the New South Wales under-16 team uh, for the first, first time uh, to compete in the Australian Championships. Because we were, were poor, we didn't really have the funds uh, to pay for everything I had to pay for. So the local butcher donated meat, uh, the local greengrocer donated vegetables, and we, we ran raffles to raise the money. Because in those days, we travelled from Sydney to Adelaide by train. Uh, so it, we weren't very, um, very wealthy, so we had to raise money by raffles. I was the first ever person to be selected from our playground which um, made everybody very happy and proud. I then had two years at under-16 level and then two years under-18 state teams. And in two of those four years, I won the most valuable player in the national championships. I guess these successes encouraged me to, to pursue basketball as a sporting career. And uh, we, we all have reasons for moving from one place to the other. So tell us, what brought you to Adelaide? In 1964, I was selected in my first New South Wales senior men's team and the championships were being played in Adelaide. In, in Adelaide, after the championships, um, 
I didn't get to play very much because it was my first year, but I was so impressed with the with the standard of, of it, I decided to uh, to make a move to play in a higher competition, which I decided was Adelaide. The 1964 Olympic team was chosen at those championships and, and following that, I decided to uh, make my dream the 1968 Olympic team. I realised to do this, I had to be playing in a higher competition and I decided Adelaide could do this for me. So I transferred and joined the South Adelaide basketball team in 1965. And that's how come I ended up in Adelaide. And uh, I know you've been to the Philippines so many times. What took you to the Philippines the first time? Uh, the first time I went um, was in 1965. The South Australian men's basketball team was to two of the Philippines to play a six-game series against their national team, uh, which was getting preparing for the Asian Games. I wasn't in the original team because I hadn't lived in Adelaide long enough to qualify. But as luck would have it, two players dropped out and I was included in the team. Um, that was my first trip to the Philippines. Uh, it was during martial law, which was a bit of a, a surprise to me and everyone else. They, they had people stationed at buildings and banks with, uh, with big guns. Um, that would be around 1972. Yeah. We were then required to be back at our hotel by 12 midnight. Um, which was a little bit scary for us because our games finished late and we always wanted to, to go out and enjoy ourselves. But um, we used to run back to the hotel to make sure we got back on time. Uh, people may know some of the players um, in the Philippine national team. They were preparing for the Asian Games and that included Robert Jaworski, uh, Freddie Webb, Atai Ko, Francis Arnaez, Albert Reynosa, William Adonado, Jimmy Ariano and... Ramon Fernandez, just to name a few. And they're, they're all household names in the Philippines at the time. Uh, one interesting sideline was the San Miguel Brewery was one of our sponsors and they used to bring beer to our hotel every day. Uh, during one of the games, we had a, a bit of a fight with, uh, I think it was Francis Arnaez, whose dad was at the brewery. And after that fight, we won the game. Uh, they stopped bringing the beer. No more beers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it didn't bother me because I don't, I don't drink beer anyway. All the games were, were close. And at the end of the series, we tied three, three wins each. Um, and, all the, and then they decided, um, can we have a game seven the next day? So uh, we had planned to go to the Pagsanyan Falls, but uh, we decided to delay that and play the seventh game, uh, which, by the way, we won. So we ended up winning the series 4-3. Now, during, during my stay in the Philippines, the very first day that we were there, I went walking and, um, with a friend of mine and we met these two girls um, and they decided to come to the, to the games. Uh, so we said, <laughs> be at the hotel and you can come on the bus and we'll get you into the games. Because um, basketball is very popular in the Philippines. One of those girls um, turned out to be my future wife, Violetta. Um, I'm going to ask you why are Filipinos close to your hearts? And I think there you go, the answer is there. Yeah, well, we, um, we corresponded. And yes, we wrote, used to write letters in those days. Um, we corresponded for quite a while. And in 1976, we were married in Manila with Violi then settling in Adelaide. We now have been married for 44 years with four beautiful children. And uh, what have been the highlights of your career? If we were to look in Albert Leslie's reward or trophy cabinet, what would we find? 
Yeah, um, I've listed down a few things. Um, they include, I represented New South Wales in uh, two under 16 and two under 18 state teams and also in the senior state team for over 10 years. In 1967, um, whilst in Adelaide, I won the Noel Woodcock Medal, which is for the best and fairest player in the state league in South Australia. In 1968, I was selected in the team to represent Australia in the Mexico Olympics. And that, as I said earlier, was my dream. So I, I realised my dream. In 1970, I was selected to represent Australia at the World Championships in Yugoslavia. Uh, neither trips did I play very much, but it didn't matter. It was um, for the best of the team. After the World Championships, I continued to play state league in Adelaide until I retired and then started my coaching career. I coached local junior teams, then the under-20 state team, which we won the national championship. Then I coached the Adelaide Buffaloes to a national championships. And the Buffaloes were the reserve team for the Adelaide 36ers, but it doesn't exist anymore. So it's just the Adelaide 36ers now. I was then appointed assistant coach for the Adelaide 36ers and remained in that role for quite a few years. Uh, after my stint with the 36ers, I returned to coaching juniors, um, club teams, as well as individuals in both skills and shooting and footwork. Now I'm retired. I saw a photo of you carrying the Olympic torch. Tell us the story behind that. Yes, um, because I was a, an Olympian, we had the honour and privilege of being selected to carry the torch during the torch relay in Adelaide. Of course, the torch went all around the world, but when they did the Australian one, um, Adelaide was chosen and I was lucky to be chosen to carry the torch. Uh, what happened was um, it was in Blackwood. You only run for half a kilometre. It's not a very long one, but you run, you uh, carry the lighted torch. And um, what happens to the person before you, as they approach you, the police officer standing with you gets the torch ready for the to be lit. And then they light that. And there was another... Another thing, the, the school children were allowed to compete as well, so they had to write an essay, I think, to get selected. So I was running with a, a young girl and we shared the torch for the half a kilometre and, um, and then mine was, uh, was lit, the next one. And um, also what happened was the police officer would go ahead because I couldn't understand why everybody was yelling out, go Albert, go Albert, because I didn't know anybody. But apparently he rides along and says, Albert's coming with the torch. So everybody knows your name. Mm. And then following the torch, um, I was also lucky to be working as a volunteer at the actual Olympics in 2000, of course, in Sydney, um, in the basketball arena. So what we did, we, we looked after the rooms for the competitors. As the team arrived, we had the rooms ready for them. We also got to watch some of the games and some of the other sports that we wanted to as well. So that was great. Um, two weeks in Sydney. I stayed with my brother and sister-in-law, and uh, all the transport was free. We had uniforms. Everything was um, first class and really had a good time. So where is the torch now? Do you get to keep it? Uh, yes, I have a copy of the torch. You have to buy it. It wasn't given to you. And um, I've got it framed here with my Olympic blazer. So if you run out of storage in your house, I can always keep that, that torch. <laughs> yes, you're most welcome. But I think you'd have a bit of competition from my children. My daughter's already claimed that. So. All right. <laughs> and what, what was the number on your basketball jersey again? And how tall are you, Uncle Albert? Uh, number 10. 
was my I was six foot one in the old measurements, and my basketball number was usually number ten. Depended on on the team, but mostly my number was number ten. Because I do remember you giving your youngest uh, grand grandchild, granddaughter actually, Denver, a basketball jersey with I think your number on it. Is that right? Yeah, yeah that's right. And um, of course, um, her name uh, can be linked to the Denver Nuggets, so she's got a basketball uniform yes. and her name on the back. So, and I've seen her in that a few times. She's been out with her dad on the basketball court and the the tennis court. So yeah, she's got she's got my number. And do you still catch up with your basketball mates? Uh, yes, in um, 1964 we won the local premiership, and we we catch up once once or twice a year. Uh, for lunch, just to um, reminisce over old times, and uh, yeah, it's usually good fun. Everybody turns up. I think there's only one one person missing from that team after all those years, and he passed away last year. But uh, yeah, we we catch up fairly regularly. I attend the Adelaide 36ers games because I'm a life member of the Adelaide 36ers, so I get um, tickets every year to the games. So we attend um, every one of those games. And then last but not least, what advice would you give to young people who dream of becoming an athlete one day? Well, the, the same advice that I received from uh, quite a few of my coaches, and I was very lucky to have good coaches who taught skills. And um, you, you've got to continually work on your skills, like your hand-eye-ball contact, your passing, your shooting, etc., and defence. And um, I always, in my coaching days, I always emphasise that to my young kids that they're the sort of things we'll um, we'll work on. And I guess probably they thought all they wanted to do was play games, but we had to spend a lot of time on on learning skills as well. So if there's anybody out there that um, wants to, uh, any, any sport you choose, not just basketball, you, you've got to have the skills because they're the foundation of the sport. It's like building a house. Mm-hmm. You've got to have a strong foundation. And uh, that's what I would emphasize to kids to uh, get out there and practice your skills. You don't have to have a an indoor court, you can have a ring at home or a ring around the park. You don't even need a ring. I never had a ring in my house. I used a, a coat hanger to make a ring and I stuck it up on the gutter. So, and I used a tennis ball. So you don't really need a lot of equipment. Mm. But uh, concentrating on your skills is by far the most thing. And if there's any any kid out there that um, wants any help with their skill development, they can always contact me through this program. Thank you so much, Uncle Albert, for spending some time with us on the program today and for sharing with us parts of your life. I'm sure once all the travel restrictions are lifted and the danger from COVID-19 has gone away, you and Ati Violi will be off to more travels. And let's enjoy life while we can, Uncle Albert. All the best. Thank you very much. Basketball, tayo'y mag-basketball Ang larong gustong 
ngayon ang bilay na di makahabol ang gusto pa rin ay basketball It's now very flipping the ball past to Jaworski Jaworski to Mariano Mariano to Paner Paner make it again It's no good Curses lay good angry city ball Go! Teka! Inboxing na yan eh Saan ba tayo? Sa basketball Basketball Ang gusto ni Ompong Kahit na Magkabukul-bukul Ngunit pag Ang hikay sumumpong Plastado Sa kamang dikutsyon Kahit si Sintong pa ang kalabat Tani Kuching na star ng Japan Anytime, any place ay lalaban Kahit na magkano ang pustahan Basketball, tayo'y magbasketball Ang larong gustong gustong ngayon Sa siyudad, bayan at sa rayon Ang pusong Laro ay basketball Ang pusong Laro ay basketball Maglaro who I've found to talk about a featured guest for today, the husband and wife team of Wayne and Marie Chettle. Wayne is a basketball player himself and Marie belongs to one of the early Filipino settlers in South Australia, the Calabio family. Good afternoon, Marie and Wayne. Hello, Celia. Let's go straight to our topic. And this is for the both of you. Apart from what I said in that very brief introduction, Can you tell us a little bit more about yourselves? Well, I'm a, I was born and bred in Tasmania until I was 18. Then I decided to come to the mainland um, where we had already crossed paths with Albert. And we um, both represented our states in basketball in 1968. He was in New South, back in New South Wales then. And I was playing for Tasmania. And we met in Mackay, Queensland, where that was the 1969 championships. We played off in the, for positions three and four in the Australian championships. And Albert was responsible for winning the game for New South Wales against us. He shot a, a basket on the siren to tie the game and then over time they beat us quite comfortably. After the game, that's when I first made personal contact with Albert. We went to a party together or to, with our teams and he was at the party and we had a chat and that was the last time I saw him until our paths crossed again in 1971. Albert at that stage had moved to um, South Australia and I'd came here via Queensland to play basketball because I think in his interview with Albert, you talked about him coming to South Australia because the standard was much higher and very similar reason why I came from Tasmania. So that's how we um, crossed paths. So I, I come from a um, reasonably sporting family. My brother was a world champion marathon runner. He was actually ranked number two in the world in 1975. We both played basketball and we both ended up doing marathon running So that's a bit of my background, but um, you can hear a bit more about Marie and I'll talk a bit more about how Albert and our relationship developed from that point on. I'm Marie and um, I'm, like you said in the, your intro, I'm one of eight children. Um, my family and I were one of the first Filipino families to come to Australia in 1971. So I'm one of, um, yeah, one of eight children. The, uh, dad was the first uh, president of the Filipino Association here in Australia. So anyway, yeah, I, um, so I've been living now in Australia since 1971. 
And um, yeah, and I've always been involved in the finance and banking business. Um, been there for most of my career has always been with the um, banking. And together we have two children. And uh, yeah, that's all about me. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen Marie in some of the videos and past Filipino activities. And I've met your dad actually and your mom. Lovely, lovely man. He used to call me Celia Nambuhaiko. Anyway, let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Wayne, when did you start becoming close friends with Albert? When uh, Albert was already back in South Australia when I came back here in 1971, because we'd played against each other in the Apollo Stadium, which now no longer exists, those that follow basketball probably um, realised it was one of the best stadiums of its time in Australia. And uh, when I walked into the stadium in 1971, just because I wanted to find a team to play with, the first person I recognised was Albert. Because you played with him before. Yeah, I played against him in 68 and 69. And then in 71, he said, come out and train with them. It was West Torrance, now called Forestville Eagles. Um, I, uh, we both played together for what, four years up until 1974 when we won the local championships which was the first time that the Forestville Eagles or West Torrance in those days were, had won the senior men's championships. During that time, we, Albert was living with the Simpson family in, in, in Adelaide and um, we became very close. So we both flattered together for a, a few years. In the meantime, Albert had already met Violi, um, as you, or Violetta as he called her in the interview, um, and they eventually got married. We were flattering together in North Adelaide at the time. And the rules of the, unfortunately, of the, of the um, tenant, the owner of the flats, was that you can only have two people living in the, in the units together. So I had to move out. <laughs> we only came. But we had a really good time together. We, Albert's a very easy person to get along with. He's very organised, very tidy. Um, Just and, like he's, and he's very, um, but Ed, he doesn't cook. So I was the, I was the so chef you of the, the family and the meals. Uh, which is a good thing because I don't mind cooking. So yeah, it was a it was a very amicable relationship. Then um, obviously when Violi arrived, they bought a house down in Kibbe Avenue, which a lot of Filipinos would know because um, there's a lot of Filipinos went to their house. And um, yeah, that's how our relationship's been strong ever since. I quit basketball in 1974, 75 and took up marathon running because I was influenced by my brother who was, as I said earlier, was a a world champion marathon runner. For those that understand marathons, he ran a 2.10.20 marathon, two hours, 10 minutes in mm. 1975. And that's why he was regarded as one of the best runners in the world at the time. So it looks so, like the two of you have got a lot of things in common. You, you yourself as a very tidy person at home. Yeah, and up until now, Celia, Albert and Wayne, yes. they are the ones who do our housework. Yes. <laughs> so Billy and I just get out of the house and then um, Albert and Wayne, they do the, all the cleaning in the house and everything. They're a lot. Let's talk about that. I've heard it's the Leslie's that got the two of you together. Tell us the story. Yeah, the story is that um, we became, well, Violi didn't know many people when she first came here. So my sister met her and my sister said, why don't you come to my family? I've got a big family and you'll you know, we'll, I'll introduce you to all of them. So um, she sent, so she brought Albert to our household, to our family. And um, so we got introduced. That was um, that day that they arrived. I was just, um, we just got accepted to perform in a gig. 
in one of the restaurants in Adelaide. So when they left, I said to Albert and Violi, I said, can you come and watch me? You know, I'm going to be performing at, um, you know, in a band and with some Filipinos. And then Albert said, can I bring somebody? I said, of course you can bring as many people as you like. So when we were performing, he brought Wayne with him. Uh-huh. And uh, we got introduced. And then since then, uh, every time Albert and Yoli come to our house, they'll bring Wayne uh, and we'll go to all the Filipino functions. Wayne will always there and then take our days were always with a basketball, you know, games with Albert and Yoli and all that. So, um, and we've been friends since 1976. Is it 76? 75. 70, yeah, about 76 we met. And, um, yeah, we were just having dinner at their place the other day. And, uh, yeah, we're godparents to each other's children and we've been friends ever since. So, it's mainly the Olive was a matchmaker. No, I think that Albert, because Albert had a friend who wasn't going out with anyone. Mm-hmm. I was actually going out with someone at that time. <laughs> no, said mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so that's how it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you were saying you saw Wayne who played before, even before you were introduced to him? That's right. The first time I actually saw Wayne, um, the Filipino team, basketball team was here and they were playing the Adelaide team and I was scoring and I was like, oh my God, who is that guy? He's so quick and but we didn't meet then. It was um, two years later that uh, I realized it was the same guy person. Uh, that was introduced to me that I was um, admiring to play against the Filipino team. Have you have played with Filipino teams before? Against against, Filip- against, against Filipino. It was a Filipino national junior team. Yeah. It was on its way back from yeah. the World Championships in New Zealand. And they mm-hmm. came to Adelaide to play against the South Australian team, which I, Albert and I were playing with at the time. So it was quite a coincidence. Yeah, and but, a couple but, of the players actually came to Adelaide later to play with local teams. So, yeah, they liked Adelaide so much they came back. And back to Albert Leslie, what was he like as a teammate? Well, I think, as he said in his interview, he was, he was very um, highly skilled in the fundamentals of basketball. He's one of the most purest shooters I've ever seen. Uh, he actually wrote a, he wrote a book about how to shoot basketball properly or how to shoot a basketball properly because a lot of technique and uh, is very important is to follow the basic skills and fundamentals. He's a bit like a, a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde when you get mm-hmm. on the basketball court. He's such a mild man and person off, but very, very competitive on the court. Not in a nasty way, but just in a very intense way. He, he, didn't, he didn't like losing. Um, <laughs> and he had the skills to, to, to um, win most games. But, yeah, he was very competitive on the field. But we complemented each other. He was the shooter and I was the dribbler. The, 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 the defensive, you know, I'd set up screens and we'd play. We'd, we usually... Um, work very well together. But uh, as he said in his, um, in his interview, he um, encourages people to, to learn the fundamentals and keep practicing them over and over again because that's what he did. And his story is very interesting because he mentioned he didn't have a basketball. He actually used to shoot with a brick when he was in, his pl- in the playground to, to get strength in his wrist. Yeah. So it was another technique he used just to develop basketball skills. Is there anything else that you want to add, Marie? Albert is one of the most uh, genuine, very calm, you know, like for when all the Filipinos are at Fiori's house, you know, we're all so noisy and you'll see Albert always the calm person and, um, yeah, and I always forever thank him for introducing me to my husband. <laughs> yeah, he's a lovely, lovely guy and very talented. 
And so we have we must be very proud of him that um, yeah he's uh, with us and. And I've got to ask Wayne the same question that I asked Uncle Albert. What advice would you give to young people dreaming of becoming an athlete one day? Well, probably just to reinforce what Albert said is just learn the fundamentals. But my background is also in marathon running now. And it's a discipline. You've just got to learn to be disciplined and keep training and keep doing the things that you need to do. Find a mentor or a coach that can help you understand what the training techniques you need to look at, uh, whether it's a a performance sport like basketball or just a very pure sport like running. There's no science to it. It's just a matter of actually doing the work. You've just got to do the work and do it over and over again, especially with a sport like marathon running. You've got to run a lot of miles to be able to get good at it. And with basketball, it's like you've got to train every day, basically. Well, thank you so much, Wayne and Marie, for helping us get to know more about our featured guest for today, Albert Leslie, not just as an athlete, but also as a personal friend. It's a beautiful friendship that has stood the test of time. You're welcome, Celia. Thanks, Celia. (laughs) Ang 
kampionato ay ibubulsa Local o global may ibubuga Manalo, matalo, anang kukontra Sani yung interview ni Celia kay Albert Leslie no napakaganda ng kanyang Oo. interview at saka kay Wayne Chetel at Marie Chetel. At ngayon naman, apakinggan naman natin yung mga kung anong nangyari o anong nangyari dun sa mga nakalaro ni Albert noon, yung mga kasi Francis Arnaiz, yung Wow, kilala ko yan. Kilala ah, mo Maria, number yun, 8 Toyota. Oo, oh, oh. oh. may anak na ano yan eh, artista, singer. Talaga, siya, ang yes. naging asawa niya, ang naging nakatuluyan ni Francis Arnaiz, si Tina Revilla, artista din yun eh. Oh, Tina Revilla. Oh, oh. May, mga, may kapatid din yan, tama yun, no, mga, sa mga student kantin yan. Nasa Amerika na, pero parang may, may health issue ngayon si Arnaiz. Oo, siya, naging muse yan ng Toyota, si Tina Revilla noong 1978. Kilala mo din yun si Mike Bilbao. Gustong-gusto oh, yes. wapo niyan eh, si Mike Bilbao. Na, galing ang oh. sariwa pa sa isip mo ah. Oo, syempre, kasi biruin mo. Sumasama talaga ako dun sa, sa bus. Sa, sa bus nila, Albert, yung, laro, yung mga basketball player. Nandun kami, may yung kaibigan kong isa nasa Amerika na. Kasi, yung isang Australiana, bagong kasal siya, kasama siya doon, pumunta sila sa Pilipinas, no? Ang asawa niya, si Werner Lind. Kilalang kilala yon si Werner Lind dito sa South Australia kasi napakagaling niyang basketbolista. Si Mike Bilbao, ang napangasawa niya is si Techi Ismael, isang model. So, yan, nakalaro din niya ni Albert kasama si Atoy Ko. At ang nakasama naman ni Atoy Kong, ang naging asawa naman niya, ay si Alona Alegre. Pero naghiwalay din sila. Larry Mumar. Kilala mo ba yon si Larry Mumar? Napangasama um, niya si Connie Reyes Mumar. Wala na. Wala na. May pwesto yan sa Cubao. Kilala ko yan, oh. Eh, yung si Estoy Estrada, kilala mo yun? Oh, yes, yes, of course. Mga ano yan, ano ko yan, high school ako niyan, pero yes. Ang napangasawa naman yan, si Rosemary Hill. Tapos si Manny Paner. Kilala mo si Manny Paner? Number 13 sa San Miguel Beer, yes. San Miguel May anak din yan, singer. Kala ko, ano siya, hindi siya San Miguel. Christmas. San Miguel, number 13. San Miguel yan. San Kilala ko, ako, bayad ako ng Toyota. Kilala ko lang ito Fernandez, ah. the worst year, and also, kilala ko yun. Ah, oh, yun. Eh. Ang napakasawa naman ni... Manny Paner, walang iba kundi si Daisy Romaldez. Wow! Si Kajon, oh, Tapos Romaldez. meron silang dalawang anak na naging artista din. Si Danita at Christina Paner. Yung Tapos, Christina Paner, may mga kanta yan si Kat. Ang magaling sa kanila, ito si Robert Jaworski. <laughs> Dating senador. Mm. Oo. Naging senador siya 
at saka naging successful basketball coach ng basketball. At napangasawa niya ang anak ni Ramon Redilla. Redilla, tama. Oo, oo, oo. So, yan ang mga naging uh, mga nakasama ni Albert sa basket. Hindi na nabanggit si Freddy Webb at Ibioli. Oh, si Freddy Webb, kasi isa pa din yun. Bogs Adornado. Si Bogs Freddy Adornado, Webb. sila matires, tama. Oh. oh, yan. Si Bogs Adornado naman, Chris pa yan. Tama, Aron. Nakasabay ko yan sa Port of Henry sa Immigration sa Malaysia. Na tinutulungan oh. niya yung mga RPU. Si Marty Res, ang bilis-bilis nung maglaro. Oo, oh, number 13 yun sa ICO nung araw. Oh, nakasama <laughs> nila Hubert Pilipinas yan. Oo, oh, oh, si Hubert sa ano siya? Mariwasa, Honda. Oh. Mariwasa, tsaka si... Uh, si oh, Samineri. Si Samineri, Chris pa. Oo, oh, oh, yan. Isa sila sa magagaling na basketbolista ng mga Pilipino. Nakakatuwa pag-usapan. Yeah, very good. Na dito na sila nakatira. Hanggang ngayon si Hubert, miskin na ganun na kaedad, naglalaro pa din siya. Oh. So, yan ang, ang mga nakalaban ni Albert. Nakalaro, nakalaro at nakalaban niya sa Philippine basketball. Kasi nung panahon na yon, nagtitraining yung Philippine team para sa Southeast Asian Games. Asian Games, oo. Nakakandaan mo ba, Sunny, si Shindong pa? Uy, naku! Shindong pa sa Korea, oo. Naku, Diyos ko, inabot ko. Numata sa Japan. Ang galing-galing yun, iba? Number 10 yun, oo. May mga senior na Korean. Pag binanggit mo, ano siya ron, parang sikat siya ron sa ano. Shindong pa, naku, inabot pala ni Albert. Tama yun. Ang dami pa nila ngayon, nila... Nila Hubert at saka ni Sam, Sam o oh. Sindong pa yun sa Korea. Tama. Oo. O sige, magpatugtog muna tayo. Okay, tayo. sige. Umaga, buksan ang iyong mga mata Nakaabang ang tadhana Simula muna ulit pagtanda Tayo pa rin magkasama May palibagong simula Na walang langgana Umpay na pag-asa Ito na naman, laban na naman Nakalimutan na yung pagod ng nakaraan Kasi nakalaan ang pusong palabang Sa lahat ng nangarap, makaangat Sa kahapon, babangon, anuman ang hamon Gano'n man kataasa sa lupong na aron Ganun pa rin, lalaban pa rin Kilas Pilipinas, walang imposible Tuloy-tuloy lang ang laban Sikilasige Hanggang pangarap, magkamtan Hindi tayo titigil Sabay-sabay na hahakbang Pagungong tagumpay Sama-sama sa tagumpay Wide awake, new beginnings. I believe the world is ready for the new edition. Stronger, faster, with a little more fire. Are you ready to take this higher? Locked in, loaded, ready for battle. We've been steady grinding, now the limits we shatter. Cause we've been outplayed, but never felt defeated. We've been outscored, but we never stopped believing. Cause I know that one day our time will come. So we just keep pushing till the victory's won. So here's another chance, greatness at hand. Great over whatever given, all that's to blame. The dream is bigger than me. 
for all to see. 100 million and more will agree. The world awaits. Prepare the consent. United, ignited, we shine. basketball? Marami yan. Sige nga, umpisa mo kung sino-sino. Pero talaga, ang pinaka-legend nila doon, si Jaworski. Wow, siyempre. Si Robert Jaworski. Siya ay mahal na mahal ng mga Pilipino. Kasi napakagaling naman niya talaga. Polish American pala siya at siya ay pinanganak sa Amerika. Pero ang nanay niya ay isang Ilocana na taga-Bagyo, taga-Bengge. Pinanganak si Jaworski nung uh, ikawalo ng Marso, 1945. Lumaki siya sa Maynila at siya ay nagumpisa ng basketball sa UAAP. Yun ang varsity team. Nag, uh, naglaro siya sa UE Red Warriors. So yung UE nag-back-to-back ng championship dahil... Uh, nga si Jaworski ay isa sa mga team nila. At naglaro din siya sa FIBA Asia. Naglaro din siya sa Mika. At ang kanyang coach ay ang pinakadakilang coach na si Kaloy Loisaga ng Eco Painters. Kilala mo ba yun, Sunny? Oo, si Kaloy Loisaga. May anak yan naglaro rin. Tama, sige. Very good. Dito, dito na siya sa Australia eh. Pero... Wala na. Siyempre, matanda na si Kaloy Loisaga. Lumi, oo, lumipas na siya sa mundo. At um, nung 1968, Sunny, lumipas siya sa Meralco. Siya ay naging MVP noong 1970 at 1971. At alam mo ba na nanaban siya sa PBA? Tama, oh, sana nila sila Reynoso, papa, sila papa. Oo, si, kasama siya si Big, Big Boy Reynoso. Alam na, alam mo rin pala to. Sinusundan mo pala talaga to. Meron silang sinuntok na official ng basketball. Ano sila eh, Meralco at saka yung Red Crispa. Magkalaban na magkalaban sila. Kasi yung dalawang referee, parang kinakampihan nila yung Crispa Red Menizer. Ayaw nila Jaworski at saka ni Big Boy Reynoso. <laughs> Naban sila, si Laredo, yep. si Jaworski, 
Kaya hindi sila nakasama sa Olympic Games noong 1972. So, pero kasi, very talented si Jaworski at saka si Reynoso, ibinalik sila sa, sa national team. Dito nakalaban nila Jaworski ng Philippine team na maglalaro sa Southeast Asian Games, ang team ng South Australia na nagpunta wow. sa Pilipinas at diyan kasama si Albert Leslie. At para sa preparasyon nila sa Southeast Asian Games. Southeast Asian Games. Yep. So diyan ko nakilala yung Kabiyak. Wow! Oh, Sarap yan. naman. Oo. Kaya yan. Kaya ako, ang hilig-hilig ko din sa basketball, Sunny. Talagang basketball widow ako kasi alam mo naman. So yan, tapos si Jaworski, dahil sa talento ni Jaworski at saka ni Big Boy Reynoso, naibalik sila sa national team. Dito ay nakalaban nila ang South Australian team na nakasali si Albert Leslie sa preparasyon nila para sa Southeast Asian Games. At si Jaworski ang leading guard ng Philippine team. Talaga naman na napakabilis niyang maglaro. Kasama niya si uh, Martires. Si Martires, Martires ay, tama ko. Parang turumpo yan sa sa <laughs> sa, sa ano sa court, sa basketball court. So, pero si Jaworski, alam mo ba, ya ngayon siya ang pinakamatandang manlalaro ng basketball dahil siya ay hindi nagretiro hanggang siya ay 50 years old na. At uh, sa ngayon, uh, siya ay naging coach din ng mga basketball team at lumaban siya sa pagka-senador noong 1998. So yan ang history ng Southeast Asian Basketball na kasama si Albert Leslie. O sana ito, bakit mala- naglalaro ka din? Oo, oh, pero... Hindi. Inabot na natin yung edad na slow down na tayo ng konti. Si Martires, ano yan? Mga pass break yan. Sila kasama sila Freddy Webb. Pero, eh, ikaw nga, alam mo, tumatakbong panahon, nakakaedad na, magre-retiro na yung slow down. Kaya ako, jogging-jogging na lang, walking, konting cycling. Konting exercise pa rin. Siyempre, ganun din si, si Sir Albert Leslie, nag-ano pa rin ng konting exercise. Ha? Kaya, mga kumabayan, sana nakuha niyo po yung konting uh, palala na binigay ni Ate Bioli, lalo na po yung mga dekadang 80, 90, panahon po nila Jaworski. Marahil yung mga bata pa po, kilala pa rin yan. Hindi man sa basketball, kundi pagdating sa politiko. Di ba Ate Bioli? Oo, yan. Oo, sani. O, sige, magpatugtog muna tayo ng isa uling awiting. Sa bawat sipon, lahat kawado Lahat ng atutok sa tili, pati si Uro 
sa mahigpit ang labanan Puso bang sandata, kayang-kayat, huwag magpapalamam Ano man ang bumalaki, datila ba pag-asa na ubos Tandaan mo na palaging mayroon tayong paraang makapuntos Bansang ka na napasakit, kesa magalit, patutun na lang tayo dumipensa Matiwala at tumakot, panalim, padatagit, oras na magsalipensa Tambakan man ay lalaban, muli pagkatanggat sa gulo, wala yung ayawan Papalaga namin hanggang muli, hindi basta susuko at laban kung laban na isang oras na kwentuhan natin dito sa Halo-Halo Espesyal. At sana ay nahandugan namin kayo ng konting kasiyahan sa ating mga kwentuhan tungkol sa larong basketball. At uh, wag niyong kalilimutan ang ating palatuntunan tuwing biyernes ng gabi, ang Barkada Radio, at mayroon po tayong mga bagong mga tagapagbalita dyan po sa biyernes ng gabi. At ang Radio Pilipino Linggo, tuwing linggo ng umaga, alas 8.30 hanggang alas 9 ng umaga. At halo-halo espesyal, alas 12.30 hanggang alas 1.30 ng hapon. Si Bioli Leslie, ang inyong pansamantalang uh, tagapagbalita at mamamaalam hanggang sa muli at ang aking katoto. Hanggang sa muli, kabayan! Sunny Directo, sana'y napatuwa namin kayo sa inyong mga lobby. Sunny Directo po, maraming salamat at mabuhay. Lumilipad kasi palaging high Scorer, Skywalker Best of all time yung roster Kinikilig pati mga courtside reporter Order in the court Laging palaban Kala mo si Jaworski Noy P Umalahoy Tumo P For more three Two, one, bang Double OT Oh yeah Tumaguntong sa big dog Napatalon at umalulong si Tim Cohn In the zone Nagpapakulan ng free throw Hayop Umagaba
siguradong madugo ang laban pag ako sumaksak Swak na swak Dagger sa dibdib ng higante Walang gulay at kabal dapit umiskarte Oy! Anong height mo sir ako? Five footer pero sharp shooter Manalo, mano matalo Pusta ko'y Lebron Pagkat hindi nadataig ang puso ng kampiyon Alias the flying E na may halong el presidente Ay na ay walang pakinagkakape sa ere Pumepeke ng pasag pumepeke 